Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So today is a special master's edition with probably one of my top 10 favorite people in the world, um, Orlando Montalvo. Um, I have known him since 2012, 2013, something along that line. Um, yeah, and um, <laughs> we just became fast friends, and I uh, befriended him and his lovely wife, Kathy, who has also been on this podcast, and um, and they're both accomplished runners, um, but uh, Orly turned 50 last July, and um, I felt like it was time to acknowledge him. Here's a guy who, you know, he's a school teacher, high school science teacher, and does a lot of 100-mile races or just like these extreme races. And I don't know how he finds time to do all of this, but he does. And uh, and he does pretty well for the most part. He's had his share of ups and downs. Um, and I've been there for a lot of that. Um, of course, this is not about me necessarily, but I, I feel like I've, you know, I was there for his first 100-miler and was a pacer. And unfortunately, he DNF'd. Well, he just missed the cutoff by it. A very short period of time, which you'll hear <laughs> caused me to cry. So yeah, because I'm a big baby. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, he's an incredibly accomplished runner. Um, he calls himself a Clydesdale. <laughs> um, another person referred to him as Husky. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really matter. But he's just badass, and he's just a, a lovely person. Like I say, his whole family is amazing, and I consider them pretty much a part of my own family. And, um, yeah, so here is my interview with Orly. All right, so now I am recording, and uh, I'm here with uh, Lando, as he is known in our circles, uh, a.k.a. Orlando Montalvo. Uh, who just turned 50 back in what July July 9th July 6th Shoot. hang on I knew it was, I was close I was in the neighborhood it was like one of those numbers that <laughs> yeah yeah I know you and Z, you and your daughter Z how old is she now she's 15 uh, already I know yeah. you guys share a birthday too so oh my God. yes I know my nephew's gonna be 15 in May 6th it seems like the other day we were just uh, seeing pictures of him and Z and they were little bitty, you know. I know. Little seven-year-olds and now they're 15. <laughs> I know. And well, my sister keeps talking about wanting to come visit me and I'm like, yes. And of course I want her to meet you guys because <laughs> you guys are my family. Yeah, it'd be family. awesome. And uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I always have this like little idea that maybe Andrew and and Z would hit it off, but I'm not sure. But she might be a little smart. On him. <laughs> he's he's just kind of a school's not his forte. Anyway, ooh, let's not go there. Anyway, woo, we, so, <laughs> yeah, woo. No, but he's adorable, and I love him, and I can't wait. I mean, it's just been forever, and you know, the funny thing is, and again, this is just sort of an aside before we get into everything. I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders when I got that vaccine a couple weeks ago. I don't know. How about you? Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely a, 
a psychological difference, a little bit more positivity uh, with having, well, I've only had one so far. I get my second dose April 2nd, Good Friday. Nice, nice little uh, coordination of days there. Which Kathy also said Pfizer or Moderna? Uh, we have the Moderna. Uh, so I get so, mine uh, a week from tomorrow. So my second one. So I don't know how I jumped ahead of you, but hey, but I got Pfizer. So yeah, the, so far it seems to be that most people react well to the Pfizer second vaccine and tend to be a little bit more uh, adverse side effects with the Moderna second dose from what yeah. I'm hearing. I, I really hope that, yeah, I mean, obviously no one wants to feel like crap, but I've got two classes on Tuesdays. And if I get my shot on Monday afternoon, I'm like, oh, how's this going to go? You know, but yeah, you'll be fine. I hope so. Anyway, so yeah, by the way, people, you can't see this, but Orly is wearing an ACDC t-shirt, which is incredibly apropos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think we've known each other for God, it was like around this time. Oh my God, how many years ago was it? It's been, well, I was thinking about this just before we got on and uh, my first trail race ever was uh, Nueces trail race. Oh, that was in, where it was, that was in cold. March, March 1st or so of 2013. So yeah. we have known each other since 2012. Yeah. So it's a while, Some, yeah, yeah. almost 10 years. So yeah, I mean, yeah. and uh, yeah, so like you are one of my favorite people of all time and you probably- <laughs> Thank <anyway>. you. <laughs> well, you of Kathy course. Did, but yeah, but I mean, you and I, we just kind of share that kind of bathroom humor and <laughs> the rocking out and driving up to races. You know, I miss all that. I really do. I mean, it's great living up here, but it's sort of like I miss when- uh, we all used to, you know, pile in the car and you'd have that crazy flashing strobe thing going. Now I've got two of those strobe lights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and some other stuff too. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So, but anyway, I'm looking forward to you and Kathy coming up here soon. Uh, you know, the spare bedroom is calling you. So uh, yeah. And I've, I, I, yeah, I've, I've been discovering new places to run and all this sort of stuff. But anyway, so anyway, Orly turned 50, you know, like I said, just, not too long ago, but I feel like you are um, elig eligible for being interviewed uh, as a, a master's runner, even though you really haven't had a lot of experience yet doing it. Um, but it's the, it's the white beard, right? It's the white beard. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because you've got a lot of really good stories. And so, um, and again, I, you are this crazy person that, that has, you know, a, how many hundred milers have you done? I have six finished hundreds. How many, how many attempted? Uh, I think it's 10, nine, 10, somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. So I'm about 60%. That's good. That's, that's not too bad. Nice. I mean, for just an ordinary guy, that's pretty good. <laughs> You're not an ordinary guy. If you can do a hundred miler, I mean, how many times have you done snowdrop? We've done three. Okay. So I have three snowdrops and I have a Brazos Bend hundred miler. I have uh, which I helped Rocky with. Rocky Raccoon hundred mile was my first, uh, and then uh, we also just finished. I say we because it takes a village to get Orly across the line. Cactus Rose hundred miler, the big one, the big, the one. big one. Yeah, yeah. that was exciting. Yeah, it was. Wow, you've been trying and you've been shooting for that one like two or three times, right? 
or yeah, I uh, have two DNFs there. This was my third, so third third time was the charm. Well, that's good. That's good. So, what do you think got you through it this this final time? I shouldn't say final, but I mean. Well, I think a couple of things. One, we really ran a lot this summer, uh, doing the GB Rat, the Great Virtual Race Across Tennessee by Las Lazarus. So that thousand miles in a summer, it's a lot of miles in the in the heat of South Texas, deep South Texas with the humidity. So, I think. That was kind of my mindset. I said, if I finish GB Red in summer, that will hopefully give me a good base to try Cactus one more time. So we finished GB Red and I said, you know what, let's go for it. So talking to the guys, it's like, yeah, let's do it. So I signed up and then of course, not having the, really the mental anguish of trying to finish it in 36 hours was also helpful that the uh, rules were changed because of the pandemic and the start window. So we were offered more time to finish. So that definitely helped. How so I think I was just over 36 hours, I think. That. No, 30, 38, I think somewhere in there. Yeah, no, I mean, that course is no joke. And I mean, it's of course self-supported and um, although I do think they, yeah, as I recall, this year they did have a couple of paid stations, which was... Yeah, I mean, we had to have our own staff. They did have, a, a, you know, some ice in one of the eight stations that, that we were able to, to use because it was un, unseasonably warm this year and humid. Uh, we started, I don't know why I picked 11 a.m. on Friday to start it, but... 10 a.m. I started... It, I yeah, it was, <laughs> it was super hot and humid. And I was like, oh boy, here we go, you know. Uh, Donna and I are both the same in that we sweat excessively. Like within the first mile, we look like we jumped in the canal. So yeah, uh, there I am. Box after about five miles. You know, going down Lucky Pete, and I'm already soaked already. It's like, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 99 more miles to go, right, or something like yeah. that. <laughs> 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 oh my god! But yeah, so I mean, uh, well, let's back up a little bit here, and then we'll, we'll kind of keep going on with your hundo stories but um how long have you been running well uh doing the trail running thing since right around two, 2012 i did have a, a very short summer of running way back in 1999 summer of 99 you saw like uh, a guy on the porch and a rocker <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> uh hannah was born in 98 no, it was oh my God, no, I feel so old. <laughs> it was 98 because uh, she was born April 98 and I gained like 20 something pounds. <laughs> Kathy didn't gain an ounce, of course. And uh, so I would babysit in the summers, right? I'm the only one around, so I have summers off. I'm a teacher. So I would take care of Hannah during the day. Kathy would come home and then I'd go run. And uh, that summer I just ran just to basically lose the weight. Uh, I didn't eat any like meat or any fries or nothing. I ate like salads what? and tuna. I was crazy, but I lost most of the weight in one summer. And then I stopped running. And they didn't pick it up till about 2012, 2011, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So um, why do you, do you like running? I mean, I this is kind of a dumb question, but it's like, sometimes I always like to ask somebody this question. I think the main thing with uh, running for me has been more of a therapeutic uh, reason to run. Uh, just, you know, as a teacher in public school, it's pretty stressful. 
uh, I teach sciences, many different sciences and engineering. So it's a pretty stressful time of, of nine months where I'm basically mentally having to be uh, really strong and sharp for long periods of time during the day. So I think just the stress relief was probably the biggest reason why I run and why I do ultras. Mm -hmm. I just kind of each step out there, I just leave whatever's in my mind. I leave it on the trail. Great. That's been my, I think that's been my big uh, reason for doing the craziness that we do. <laughs> you, you do a lot of craziness. So when was your first ultra? I remember your, was the, um, the gallant, oh God, which one was it? Oh, what was that marathon? Was it in Edinburgh? Yeah, that was my first uh, marathon or I thought, longer yeah. than 20 mile distance was a Fiesta Marathon, but it was in Edinburgh at the time. Yeah. And, you know, as usual for you and I, whenever we enter these new races, seems to be some kind of weather phenomena occurring every time. It was like, I want to say 96, 97 degrees that day. Insane, yeah. Something crazy. I remember seeing rainbows and unicorns. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, it was stupid hot that day for a marathon you know but i finished it and yeah there's a lot of stories in, in that one too <laughs> yeah. you had like who else david and somebody else david right? was out there david zuniga yeah quite a few javi cavazos was out there yeah javi uh, i was kind of walking him in you know with his family you know yeah cindy was out there quite a few quite a few of the local group were out there running and yeah. most everybody did a half yeah uh, i did the relay that day but I might be wrong. <laughs> that was a, that was a crazy, was crazy race. Yeah, it was, it was, but it was cool. I remember, yeah, I was like, wow, this is so cool. He finished. And, and so when did you make the, the jump to uh, doing ultras? Jeez. Oh, uh, what was the first 50 K? Wild hair. I don't think, I don't think it was a 50 K. I think it was a captain Carl's uh, 60. 60 at Reveille Peak Ranch. I think that was my first. Oh, and of course, it, was that the one where it stormed? The deluge. Yes. Again, every time I try to do something new, there's the weather, right? You and me both. You and me both. That's why you and I cannot do races together. Because no, no, no. Because, yeah, it'll be like building Noah's Ark, you know, during a race. Because, yeah, that rain came. I think that's the first time I've ever seen rain sideways there at Reveille. Didn't you say, I, I remember you, you describing it as like, there's like this tiny little cloud that kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 105 degrees or whatever it was, like it is in uh, early, late August there in central Texas. And you just see a wisp coming from the north to the west. I'm like, is that a rain cloud? Please be a rain cloud. And then as it approached, you're like, oh, oh. And then here comes the rain and the wind. I can't believe like, it's finished. I, I, just I mean. We're all looking at each other like, is this going to happen? And Joe Persuadis is like, all right, here we go. And <laughs> Okay. So as soon as you step out of the canopy area, you're just drenched as soon as you leave. And oh my gosh, it was crazy. I know. I mean, and that place is like so, I mean, not only rocky, but it's like that, that it looks like, I mean, what I would imagine the moon to be like, because it's kind of like that smooth rock dome kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's granite, Ooh. pink granite out there and sharp pieces and flat pieces and slippery and muddy and the trail is uh was well, like a canal you're so you're running in the middle of a canal the whole time <laughs> and i remember coming in it was three loops uh of 12 or 13 miles whatever it was oh, yeah, yeah like 12 and a half and i remember going finishing the second loop and it was just obnoxiously like you're just 
splashing water and mud everywhere. And I, I said, for sure, they're going to stop this thing because you would get up to the top and there'd be like thunder and lightning and whoa, like he's got to stop this thing. So I come into the start line. There's Joe Persady and I'm drinking a little uh, tailwind or whatever I was drinking at that time. And hey, Joe, are you going to like stop this? And he looked at me like I was some foolish idiot. He's like, stop what? Just a little water. Get out there. <laughs> so, so there I go for that third loop. <laughs> so, so how long did that take you? Oh my gosh, I don't remember. You're only allowed 12 hours. So I mean I, I think I actually did pretty good. I think it was like nine hours and something. Ooh, that's or ten hours. I don't know. It's, I need to look it up. <laughs> I, I just remember the one time I I tried the 60k out there and you probably remember this one. I uh yeah me and Chris were out there and I was in these giant um hoka speed goats like the first edition that was the first iteration of the speed like, i remember shoes and they were like a size and a half too big and of course i'm bouncing off the rocks and it was like a rocket being propelled up and then smashing into the ground every you know several hundred feet and yeah i just the enf that one suffered Lots it's of a it's a it's a tough place but it's a magical place uh Reveille peak ranch out there are you going to do Pandora's? Ooh, uh, Ben asked me that yesterday. I'm not so sure. You know, I'm injured right now, so I'm just trying to make a little comeback here. Yeah, you know, uh, do like a four miler or something. You know, uh, although you we'll probably don't drive all the way up there just for a four. -miler. Yeah, for a four miler, no. No, yeah, no, no. I get it. I get uh, it. But I, I've just depends. <laughs> yeah. Because I do have a do have a very uh audacious goal for this summer uh, i can get my knee right yeah so what's so, what's your audacious goal well we're gonna gonna try and get that uh, captain carl 60k series done Oof! there's only three people in the valley that have done it uh that's marcos oliva aka the natural yep. david zuniga and joel olivares have been the only three to finish the 60k uh captain carl series to the house trails wow yeah i remember seeing uh david and marcos uh finishing it so yeah <laughs> that buckle is got to be the hardest thing to get got to be it's so well, hard to do that because you know you got four races at 100 degree plus in the summer nights right so it's, well, it's and, uh, and they're like two weeks apart or something so you yeah. don't have much time and this year moved up Colorado Bend to like July. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that enough when it was early August. I'm just like, huh. Yeah, I'm I'm shooting for that 30k series, which is plenty for me at this point. Um, you know, but I'm just trying to keep myself honest. But uh, and uh, Colorado Bend State Park, the that night, that's my nemesis trail. Uh, that's both, buddy. Uh, that's my <laughs> hardest. I don't know why, but I, that's so hard for me. I have like these, yeah, well, I call it Satan's driveway. So yeah, it makes sense. You know, there's that, there's like that two and a half mile section where it is just like tombstone style. Yeah, it's jagged granite, jagged, whatever, sharp, pointy. Can't, can't really get a good pace in there. Here, run. You just have to kind of go, ooh, yeah. Yeah, I just, like, maybe I'll just close my eyes this year and just yeah glide across them or something i know <laughs> pull a pompilio or something you know that dude Gosh. Like, amazing runners i yeah. know but yeah i mean i i really miss the summer races too i mean i and i haven't done them for a couple of years so 
excuse me. Uh, yeah, so that's what my plan is too. So, um, so what is your favorite race? What What's the, the best race you ever had? Ooh. Sorry. That's a tough, that's a tough. You're hitting me with some hard questions. I'm not hey, prepared to answer those. Oh, favorite race. Wow. I'll say my, okay, I'll, I'll put it into two categories. I'll say my favorite place to run and my favorite race. Right. My favorite place to run has to be uh, Texas State Hill Country Natural Area, whatever it's called there in Bandera. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it's an amazing place. It's treachery everywhere you step, but the, the vistas just make it all worthwhile. So I think that would be my favorite place to run. Mm -hmm. My favorite race is probably Snowdrop. Snowdrop has to be my favorite. Yeah. Oh. So that's uh, nothing beautiful or fancy about it. It's, uh, but it's all for uh, raising scholarships for kids and cancer, uh, kids with cancer and their siblings. It's uh, basically every end of the year uh, in Houston area. And it's a little bitty park, six, like a 0.65 mile loop. And you just do that over and over and over. over yeah. And it's a 55 hour race, <gasps> but it's got the world's best aid station ever. Oh my God. And uh, well, you've been there, so you know what it's all about. But uh, yeah, I've tried it a couple of times. Yeah. I mean, they give you meals at meal time, and I love that. And it's like, yeah, with the catered meals and everything. So it's it's kind of a glam race, but just the the purpose of it and the environment is just amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to tackling that one this year. Um, as my <laughs> hopefully first hundo that I yeah, you're gonna uh, do it this year. Yeah, I hope so because I'm just yeah, I ain't getting any younger, and I'm I'm really ready to to do this. And that's yeah, I mean, I think that's that's really what's going on in my mind. I'm just like I've got to do this because I ain't getting any younger, you know. Um, what's the worst race you ever had? Oof. There's a lot of those. <laughs> All right. We can categorize. I know. I've got a bunch too. So <laughs> there's quite a few of those. Uh, wow. My worst race. Oof. Well, the, to me, my toughest, again, like I said before, is uh, Captain Carl's series at Colorado Bend. Okay. That place. I've, all, I've never tried the 60, only done the 30. And uh, I think all three times it's been like hell trying to finish that little loop in there it just kills me i get to that last aid station i'm ready to just drop off the planet god i know uh, it takes forever to get to the start finish yeah that that last hill to get back to that uh road it's just treachery on the way back yep yep the only thing so that's tough. about that is that you're passing people or people are passing you as they're going back out on their next loop and yeah okay i'm getting close i'm getting close <laughs> yeah my, and that that my... hill's only man it's not that long it's like Maybe a couple of miles, one and a half like miles too, but it feels like 10 miles coming in. Oh, it's yeah. just like, when am I going to reach the road? Can't wait and to get just... that flat part with all the grass. Yeah, yeah. It no, takes forever to get that. off of that thing. Yeah, and seeing the, the clock and everything. Oh, yeah. I know. I live for that. I'm just like, ah. Yeah, because I remember, who was I with? I might have been with Chris, I think, um, one year. And I'm like, okay, the clock is going to be up here any minute, you know? <laughs> yep, yep. But everything just stretches on the way in at that yeah. course but it's it's a beautiful place i still want to try and do the i think it's a tinajas yeah uh, during the daytime i got to do that probably next year same same yeah i know i, I, I wanted to do it this year and then 
I must felt hard. But uh, so, what other races have been really hard for you? Well, of course, Cactus Rose, uh, hundred miler, just because I've DNF'd it twice, and it's yeah. just such a. I, I don't think it's even the hardest course terrain wise that we that we do in, in our little group. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Camp Eagle's probably a little bit more treacherous. Yeah, but it's just it's just that event is just so tough. Yeah, it's just so tough. What about that first Rocky? Oh, yeah, Rocky Raccoon the first time the 80 mile bacon, burnt bacon. Yeah, that was my uh, American cheese on this quesadilla. <laughs> that was my first attempt at 100. I know Rocky Raccoon. I'm pacing. I know. And it was, uh, that was a hard. lot of lessons learned. You know how they say you don't lose, you just learn lessons. Yep. A lot a lot of lessons learned on that one but yeah. uh and i learned chaser don't lose your runner <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a that's a good story too yeah make sure uh if you have a pacer make sure they stay with you <laughs> i know because i'm like standing there talking to the woman at the aid station i'm like yeah my runner's got like this you know we think a bladder infection and you think this stuff called azo is going to help and and also i turn around and i'm like crap he's not here <laughs> and then it started raining and my glasses were fogging up <laughs> and i'm ahead of you i'm like oh. near near a bench i'm like you know the first thing they tell you is don't sit down don't lay down <laughs> if you're out there by yourself because you just fall asleep and you know the whole trail looks like a big soft beautiful blanket that you can just lie down and fall asleep so <laughs> i said to hell with it i want to like i'm going to sit down on this bench so i sat on the bench and it was so comfortable i just didn't want to get up <laughs> then uh ace gallegos comes by going out yes, there towards God. that nation hey ace hey arnie what's up and i'm just waiting for donna he's like oh, okay I'll, I'll let her know i saw you out here so i guess he yeah. ran into him and he told yeah, him where i was team rwb folks yeah they they clued me in but I was so terrified because I didn't know what to do because I thought about calling Ben, but it was like, I don't know, 3.30 in the morning. I'm like, what am I going to you know, tell Ben, you know, and then, and then I was probably about, asleep. Yeah, and then I thought about telling David and I thought, no, David will kill me. And then of course I knew, you know, Kathy would kill me, you know, because all I kept picturing was you like just snuggled under a, uh, Oh yeah. Tree. Under a rock somewhere asleep. or something. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> And I did because I started running up the uh, the trail and I was going so fast that I fell and I landed on my side. I knocked the uh, flashlight out of my hand and these two guys pulled me up and they're like, I don't think your runner's going that fast right now. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sorry the best like, oh, she'll show up here in a while. Yeah, just, I know. Oh, yeah. Then these people saw me and they're like, are you Donna? And I'm like, yes, your runner's just up there. I'm like, oh, thank God, you know, and yeah and then normita you know tending to your feet and oh my god it was just yeah and then you rolled yeah. your ankle like three miles from the finish i think yeah i rolled my ankle like maybe a now a mile and a half out and that was enough to slow me down because i think i missed the cutoff by like five minutes or something yeah. 10 oh, minutes maybe. i didn't even want to tell you because i was just like it was like right there i think yeah, we could have I mean, snuck past them if, if yeah. we wanted to we could have snuck past them and gone back out but well i thought i, I mean like, honestly i thought about putting your chip on and just running Running around, yeah, wait for time. me. But then I thought, crap, I don't want to game to squad. Yeah, no, nah, I played straight. I'm so I ready don't... to quit. You're just there, like, okay. And it was like, all of a sudden, as soon as you, oh, the sad part, though, I remember this, though. The guy was trying to hand you the buckle. Yeah. And you're like, like, here you go. I'm like, no, uh, I'm a DNF, right? I missed the time cut off. Oh, oh, okay. Well, sorry about that. 
and then I start crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, you know, bad. <laughs> we uh, we want to do things the right way, so. Well, of course, yeah. Took, I mean, but I I just felt so bad, you know, because I mean, I, you know, to this day, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't change anything for you know how we. Well, the only thing I might change is that time when we spent like way too long getting that that guy to pop that blister. Oh that yeah, blister. that was a. <laughs> That was a long, I mean, that right there basically cost, cost the race. Yeah. yeah, that cost the race right there. It did, no. And but I, I didn't know what to do. You know, I didn't know how to handle it. Well, I didn't uh, either. I just remember it was, asking you at one point, I'm like, do your teeth hurt? And you're like, you know, because your no. hearing starts. Yeah, going. you're telling me like all these questions to make sure I'm like mentally okay or whatever. I was trying to joke and you're just like, huh? I'm, I'm like, like, do your you teeth hurt? Me? You're like, no. no. And I'm like, well, there you go. There's something that doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah it's just uh you know we kind of down there in the valley we were all like pioneers i guess we didn't like know how to how to deal with a hundred or or when you have a blister like you keep going like like you keep going you don't panic because eventually it's going to stop hurting but i didn't know that well i didn't either Uh, i I was like get it pops it'll you know relieve the pressure relieve the pain which it really doesn't now that we know that like yeah Yeah. you can pop it but you're still going to feel the pain so well, I think he, had, I think it was already popped by that point. And so that's, you know, you were just like feeling phantom pain or something. And so it was just, yeah, just feeling that torn yeah. burning sensation, well, right? When you pop a blister, but, but yeah, so it was just, I just felt so terrible, but it was just so funny. It's like, as soon as you, you know, were done, it was like, you became the old Orly that I know. Yeah. It, the whole I, psychology changed, right? I know, <laughs> and I'm handing you my phone. I'm like, all right, call Kathy. You know? <laughs> And then I went up to the aid station and I'm like getting stuff for you. And I'm, I'm like crying, I'm like my runner DNF. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're looking at you like, and? Weirdo. <laughs> it happens all the time, weirdo. <laughs> I know, but I just felt so responsible. And you know, yeah, but, no, but we put, we put a lot of pressure. Through. Yeah, well, and I was happy that I was able to get you through a couple of loops at Brazos when you, you know, did that one. So, you know, so that kind of made me feel. Oh my gosh, that place is a beautiful place, but man, it's dark at night. Ugh. Ooh, like pitch black. You can't see anything All out there. Outbacks. Yeah, it's it's a it's a tough, tough, lonely race. It is. Especially but, uh, wet. <laughs> yeah, but that was fun. Yeah, but anyway, so I'm sorry. Uh, so, so what is on your uh, agenda for this year? I know you've you've got Snowdrop and and uh, maybe the Captain Carl's 60K series. What else is going on? Well, we kind of had, I say we as in Kathy and I, because yeah. I don't do anything without Kathy's support. Uh, Kathy, my wife, she's she's the real runner. She's the real well, one. Well, you runner. guys are both. I mean, you guys are uh, runners in your own way, but yes. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we had uh, started planning and then uh, we did... Uh, bandera which again my favorite place to run but the weather seems to be always horrible when we run there it was ice it was sleeting on us like ice pellets i think we felt like four or five times out there and and my knee was already kind of hurting from cactus and from gb rat and i think one of those times that i feel i actually made it worse so i went i was hurting real bad i couldn't run this is mid-January. I can't even put weight on my knee. Just like a sharp piercing pain. I'm like, something's something's wrong. Yeah. So finally got an MRI, said I had a torn meniscus. And then by the time, you know how our, how our uh, 
medical system is I try and get an appointment. It's like eight weeks later. <laughs> so I just saw the orthopedic doctor a couple of weeks ago. And he wasn't so sure that it was even torn. So, hmm. so he's like, well, you know, long story short, he's not sure. Nobody's sure. Uh, so he says, go run. See how right. it feels. Hey. Yeah. So I got a bike. Oh, yeah. I saw uh, that. Yeah, I got a bike because I said I have to do something to keep my legs moving. Yeah. And uh, so I've been biking here and there. And, and then I started running again. I'm just doing three milers, five milers. That's good. Trying to trying to see if this knee's gonna hold up. So based on all that story right there is gonna determine yeah. uh, what we do. But I'm taking it super easy right now, just trying to get to a place where I can do like a 10 miler and not wake up, you know, limping. Right. So if we can get between now and April's right around the corner, can't believe it. I'd say by mid-April. That'll tell me if I'm going to be able to do these things. So the, the plan right now is to do Captain Carl's series, 60K series. Um, we're also going to be signing up for the GV ride again this year. It starts May 1. So that's a good for anybody that wants to get miles done and have some kind of accountability. That's a great race. GV rat. Awesome, fun time. Uh, everything you run qualifies for mileage. So even the 60 Ks will qualify for miles only. And then, uh, if I get the four 60 K series done, there's a lot of ifs in my year that I don't think Kathy should hear this. Then, then we're looking at cactus rose 150. Oh, God. uh, and then cactus rose 150. And then back off, do Brazos 50 miler, and then we have snow drop. What about so, wild hair? Uh, probably not. Probably not wild hair. I'll probably need to be uh, taking it kind of easy going into Brazos Bend, save my legs, and then snow drop. We're going for 150. Buck 50 at snow drop. Hey, you know what I got? I got an idea for you too. Here's another thing to think about. At the end of October, also I think the same weekend as Cactus. Um, We've got a 100K at the Taco Loco. So it's just something to think about in case you decide that maybe you don't need to do that 150 miler cactus. Yeah. Backyard. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. It all depends, you know. It it's, all depends. It's a pretty crazy race. Yeah. I mean, it's like a lot of tall grass and sand, but still. Oof. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not as sandy as, uh, what is that, 7IL Ranch? Or yeah, oh gosh, that that's point. a tough place to run. No, yeah, never. <laughs> Stickers in the sand. Oh, God, yeah, just bleh. But anyway, but that's that's ambitious, that's good. So what advice would you give to a guy or woman uh, who's 50 um, or above and, uh, you know, thinking about upping their game or getting into running um what advice do you have for people the, the the most important thing i think is getting fitted for shoes uh if you get fitted for shoes then you'll enjoy it more because you won't have to deal with like blisters and things that happen because you have the wrong shoes on get good shoes uh pay the price for a good pair of shoes and good socks yes. socks and shoes are the key Everything else is whatever feels good to you, to your skin. So what socks do you recommend? Depends what you're doing. Depends uh, if you're a 
a huge sweaty person like me and me uh uh yeah it all depends on how how that shoe feels on your foot and your foot feels in the sock uh but there's several good brands out there baliga uh-huh. uh, i use baliga trail they're a little bit thicker but they're good i use uh, uh right now i'm using a darn tough darn tough socks for the trail running that's why i use the cactus rose darn tough uh there's dry max socks they're thinner it all depends yeah it's like shoes what what feels good to your skin yeah uh what works for me might not work for you yeah yeah i don't like dry max um i like smart wool and in gingy like the wool ones yes but again so me. Yeah. it's all personal feel very personal yeah and your shoes of choice what what do you wear out there i've been wearing hocus for most everything mm-hmm. uh, uh of one one model or another from the Clifton's, uh, depending on the terrain, of course, to the Speed Goats, to the Stinsons, Bondies, it all depends. The padding, then, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I need a little bit more padding on my feet. Yeah. I'm what they call a, uh, what is it, Clydesdale uh, runner. <laughs> What's that look? I wouldn't call you Husky. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Husky. <laughs> that cracks me up. And right um, now with COVID, really Husky. <laughs> I got the COVID-15, Donna. Got the COVID 15 pounds added on to my belly. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> it's like I smell Whataburger and five pounds come on my body. It's weird. It's like, don't smell it, Orly. Don't smell it. Oh, you're killing me. What about um, shorts brands? I know. <laughs> you have those orange ones. All I have to do is oh, look at you and we, we look well, at each well, other. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks to Andy Ramos for that one. Hey, get these, Orly. Okay. And there's Brooks. Yeah, they're Brooks. I like the Brooks uh, <laughs> shorts for the most part. Brooks. And what about shirts? Any particular brands? Nah, whatever feels good. Whatever feels good. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, we sweat in anything, so it don't, it don't matter what you're wearing because it's going to be soaking wet no matter what the fabric is. And also chafing, anti-chafing stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Again, it depends on what you like. I've used two toms. Uh, trail toes. I use. Uh, I've been using the uh, trail toes. Yeah, I know the guy that invented that, by the way. He's trail like, toes is uh, very, very good stuff. You yeah. can put that anywhere. Yes, absolutely. That's his. <laughs> I'll his, leave uh, that comment Vincent, there. <laughs> Vincent, yeah, Vincent calls it his cream. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere where it's gonna rub, Woo, apply yeah. apply liberally. It'll <laughs> save your race. Um, so what's your go-to, I know I'm asking you all these really random questions, but this is sort of fun. What's your go-to random pre-race meal? What's your favorite? Ooh, um, you know, we go to these small towns and there's not always, uh, Whataburger, <laughs> Whataburger, uh, or someplace, you know, you expect that's consistent, you know, like pizza, uh, Little Caesars, Whataburger, you know, Burger King's. Those standard places, you know, it's always going to be the same. So when you get to small towns that don't have those, they have local restaurants. Uh, I would say the safest way to go is something fried, like a, like chicken tenders or you know mashed potatoes, stuff that's simple that they can't mess up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't get, don't eat something exotic. Like try to get like don't enchiladas, eat- enchiladas <laughs> and rice and beans from someplace that you know you know for sure there's yeah. probably not. Uh, the best thing to order so 
Never, yeah, and never eat the uh, Mexican food in Lagrange. I can tell you because some Oof. of the Mexican food, as someone who's a white girl from the Midwest, um, yeah, um, yeah, I'd say just eat something that you normally eat. Yeah, and yeah. Not, and don't, but just don't eat too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then what about post race? Whatever the heck you want to eat. <laughs> Salt lick. Salt lick barbecue, mm, so good. I know. I Whatever it. you want to eat afterwards, because uh, like in 100 miles, you're burning, you know, upwards of 10,000 plus calories. Mm. So you think about your you're burning in a 100 miler, like a week's worth of meals. Think about that. <laughs> a week's worth of meals in 100 miles. I can see it right now. This is exactly why you do this. <laughs> so you, you get done with that 100 miles uh, and your body's saying you have not eaten a whole week. That's basically what your your endocrine system is telling you. So you're not immediately hungry, but about seven, eight hours later, you're like, I'm done. feed me. Yeah. I remember after we did that 50 at Brazos Bend, because it took me forever to get, you know, get done <laughs> as he rubs his stomach. Um, <laughs> we didn't even eat that night because it was like, I think we we're going to go to that place where Hannah was working. And it was like, I mean, you know, by the time I finished, it was like, you know, nine, everything was going to be closed. And so we yeah, everything's closed. And so we just ate like pigs the next morning. I think, we, where do we go? The Waffle House? Waffle House yeah. in Stafford. The Waffle House in Stafford, Texas is the best place for breakfast, period. Period of story. I'm with you on that. The I'm best work crew. Uh, the best people there, the best food is just amazing there. <laughs> Love it. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think of what else. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Anything else you want to add that I haven't asked you about that you feel is important to share? Uh, I'm a father of three, so we should also mention that. Yeah, I've got uh, three kiddos. Hannah, my oldest, is about to graduate uh, this May, University of Houston, architect major. <gasps> She is, yeah, all your kids are just, and I mean, I'm not just saying this, your kids are amazing. I mean, I, I can remember when I met them several years ago and I was like, they're not like weird around adults. They're, they're like comfortable. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty good kids. I mean, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel is 20 now, believe it or not. <laughs> oh my God. He's going to be a junior already in college. And then my baby, my atomic firepower, fireball, <laughs> Zada, she's 15, going on 30. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's a little politico di political dynamo. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, she's my liberal, super liberal. She, she Love is her. so smart. I mean, all your kids are really smart, but yeah, she's like, whoa, yeah, yeah. So, so but, um, yeah, they, they keep me well. Sarah's a runner, right? Yeah, she runs here and there, not not uh, as much anymore or, or any because she's FFA, so she's always busy. Right. Uh, with the animals doing that yeah. kind of stuff. Tell me about her, her animal. I can't remember. Well, this, uh, this year she had a, a heifer. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a Brahmin and also a pig that she raised for this, this year. Yeah. The heifer is a breeding animal. So she'll, she's still with us and uh, they're going to, the owners are planning on breeding her this year. So she'll show her in the fall at the San Antonio show. And she's probably going to be pregnant at that point. Whoa, not your daughter, but expecting the, a calf. Yeah, the calf, the <laughs> cow, not my daughter. Thank you for clarifying that before I have a heart attack. Wait a minute. Oh my God. 
That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So, man, yeah, your yeah, your family is very special to me, and um, and I can't always say that about everybody. So, um, but as I mentioned to you earlier, it's like I can't wait for my sister to come and visit, and so you guys get to meet her because she yeah she brings you um, up time to time. She's like, oh, I can't wait to meet Orly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so uh, the original question was what uh, what else did I want to say? Yeah. I would just say right. go out and have fun. Uh, I think when we start putting pressure to go into pacing and all that, uh, that's not what I got. Why I got into this, I got into the trail running to go have fun, to see new places and meet new faces. So that's that's how I keep it. Uh, oh, that darn cat! <laughs> he just materialized. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, he was a pain this morning, but anyway. I believe it. He's a pain all the time. I told him that you were going to be talking to me, so he, he, he had to make an appearance. Yeah, look at him looking at me like, ha, ha, ha. He's hey. laughing at me. It's all right. But yeah, just go out and have fun and just have fun with it. Don't don't uh, punish yourself if you don't do as good as you'd like. Just have fun with it. Exactly. I mean, there are those that do push. You know, they they, they race the races. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I, uh, I applaud those guys and gals because they're beasts. Absolutely. You know, I finished a hundred miler in 35 hours and they finished it half my time. So <laughs> yeah, but they're amazing, you know, amazing athletes. But it's the whole thing is, is everybody finished. So that's, yeah. that's what's so important. So they have fun racing it. I have fun uh, taking my time and, and suffering through it. So getting your money's worth is Nancy. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh my God. Well, Orly, this has been such a blast. I have been wanting to do this for a while, but then I was kind of like waiting and waiting and then I'll, all right, he's 50, he's 50. So what the heck? You know? <laughs> 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 anyway, and soon you'll be 51 in about. Like, yeah. Not, not too far away. A couple of months. I know. I know. But, uh, and I can tell you as you get older, like now that I'm in the next age group, placing again <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think uh my uh the men's group in it's my age group is they're just tough as nails yeah it's, I don't, it's uh, a good challenge yeah. yeah i mean for me it was a little easier in my 50s you know but i don't know what the hell you never know you never know so anyway well listen thanks so much for joining me and tell kathy and the kids i said hey sure no problem thanks for oh. interviewing me we didn't have time to go through all the stories. There's a lot of stories, a lot of laughter. That could have taken like several hours. Yeah, all the bathroom yeah. stories. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to come back and do the travel stories some other time. <laughs> yes, I would, love, I would love to do that. Yes, we will do that maybe in a couple of months. Okay, so. Cool. Anyway, and also send me a photo of yourself that you want or else I'm going to pick Oh. Something. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, hmm. I think we should use the photo. Which the, the photo, the Brazos band. Me sitting down, trying. Uh, you're telling me to take a nap, and I'm like, I'm just a lump of crap sitting in that chair. <laughs> All right, I, I will. I will look for that one. So yes, that's. I think that's the one to use. That's hilarious. Right. Yeah, that was that was a great moment. So, uh, but you did get up and finish it, so that was good. Yeah. So anyway, all right, Orly, thank you so much. I appreciate you for joining me. Yeah, yeah. cool. Had a blast. Yeah, Had a blast. Me too. Me too. And hey, I'll see you guys in a few weeks because I'm coming down for the uh, Mesquite Fire. Mesquite Fire. Yeah. Cool. And I'll be fully vaccinated by then. And um, I think I'm staying with Robert. So. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, but we'll maybe go do dinner or something Friday night or something. For sure. For sure. Botana. 
Botana. Yeah, that might be fun. After the race. Yeah, after, after the, the race. race. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pre-race. No, like, big no. I know. I was like, oh, I don't know about that. That doesn't sound very good. Maybe like chilly no. pre-race. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. You'll be blasting everybody out there if you do that. <laughs> Whoopa! Whoopa! <laughs> anyway, that's an inside joke, which we'll we'll talk about. Travel later. stories. Travel yeah, stories. Yeah, we'll do travel stories very soon. So, all right, Orly, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Yeah. Bye. Thanks. Bye. -bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview. It's a lot of laughs for me, and um, I am going to bring him back on. I think we might have a little series about race travel because, I don't know, we've, we've got a, a bunch of hilarious stories that we share with each other um, <laughs> involving bathroom humor, etc. Um, yeah. Anyway, but I have to say, this week I feel like I turned a corner. Um I got in about 22 miles, which is not a lot, but it was good for me um, considering the last couple of weeks because I think I was only getting in like about 12 or something like that. So, you know, I wasn't trying to go too crazy, but I did get a new pair of Saucony Kinvara 12s. And I have to tell you folks, these shoes are a game changer for me because when I run on pavement, my legs feel springy. I don't feel like I'm dying. Um, it just feels great. And I kind of looked forward to it. And I mean, I have run four days in a row. I will take tomorrow off, but I really don't mind it. It's like my legs were happy and my brain was going, yay, I can't wait to do this. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, anyway, on Sunday of this coming week, I have got a 10 K, um, at the tangle, which is at, um, Flat Creek Crossing Ranch. Ooh, I'm probably going to get it wrong. I'll get yelled at. Um, anyway, it's 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 a ranch that's immediately next door to Pedernales Falls. So there's that. Uh, yeah, so I got that. And then um, I have my uh, volunteer stuff at Hell's Hills the beginning of April. And then I'm going to the valley. Woo! Can't wait! Um, April... 10th I think it is so that weekend so anyway that's pretty much what I've got for now I'll see you next time